0: love about cooking? What's that? I love that after a day when nothing is sure, and when I say nothing, I mean nothing. You can come home and absolutely know that if you add egg yolks to chocolate and sugar and milk, it will get thick. It's such a comfort.
1: This is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie at CatholicFoodie.com, and you're listening to episode 54 of the Catholic Foodie. What should I call it? You don't know? Yeah, we, we don't know I, I don't know what we're going to call this Maybe, uh, what, like busyness and food? Food and movies? Uh, well, we'll figure something out <laughs> And uh, if you could tell by that, uh, that little conversation I had there I was talking to somebody, not myself Although I do talk to myself from time to time I was talking to my wife, Char Hey, Char Hey How are you? Doing great It is so great to have you back on the show you know, you belong here, you know that, right? <laughs> so what do we have on the menu today, Char? We're gonna talk about this past week, maybe? It's Christmas time. Yeah. Anything else special we're gonna talk about?
0: An awesome movie we finally watched.
1: And maybe even uh, something on the Holy Family. Yesterday was the Holy Family, the feast of the Holy Family, here on the Catholic Foodie, where help me out. Food, food meets, meets faith. faith. <laughs> Oh, it takes a lot of practice to do that. We'll have to work on it, hon.
2: Huh? Well, out there on the bayou, there all of a sudden, I rose such a clatter. It sounded like an oyster shack full of Dixie beer cans and fall down a ladder. I run like the rabbit to get to the door, trip on the dog and fall on the floor. But when I got there finally, I push away the sack and peek through the crack. And as I look in the far away, what you thought I seen? Oh, well, you can thought yourself again because you ain't going to believe this. First of all, let me tell you. The moon. She was magnifique. How she shone on the cypress tree and reflect off the bayou. And coming right up to my house was this, uh, fancy p being drew along by eight slimy Hallamogator. And inside a little old driver in Santa Claus costume who was moving along like some crawfish done snuck up his culotte. Fashion like the ducky fly, And whistle and holler and call to his halibut. Wow.
1: God. Char do you know that song? I do. It's more of a of a story than a song. What tell me what that was. That is the Cajun Night Before Christmas. And we have, you know Christmas season, we have listened to that so many times, haven't we?
0: Uh yeah we did. No we didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't agree with me. No, we haven't. We wanted to. We, we haven't listened to it uh, nearly as much as we would normally listen to it. Uh, why is that, Charlene?
0: I guess the same reason we didn't get around to a lot of things, huh?
1: Like what? Like we've been too busy.
0: Like we didn't watch our favorite movies yet. Yet. Um, you w- know.
1: What else? We've just been busy doing what? Working. Working. <laughs> well, you know, I got off work. Technically, I got off work, uh, what, uh week ago, uh, Friday? Yes. This past Friday? This yes. past Friday, week ago? Yes. Uh, as a teacher, you know, that's one of the, the big pluses uh, of, of teaching is uh, the holidays. Man, we get off two weeks for Christmas, which is awesome. Uh, a week for Thanksgiving, two weeks for Christmas. Anyway, uh, the, the truth is we've been so busy, or we were so busy prior to the uh my getting off right of of work that uh we just didn't have time to do anything christmas like nothing uh so we well, I got off on friday and then then what happened what what do we what do we do
0: oh my gosh uh what you did we what do we uh, we
1: we did everything yeah right right we started a project, big project involving furniture
0: we did that
1: and what else did we do
0: We shopped.
1: We shopped. We, uh... We cooked.
0: Yeah, we went out of town.
1: I know, we went out of town. We did all kind of stuff. And matter of fact, we went and got our Christmas tree at like ten thirty one one night, didn't we? It was 9.30, huh? 9.30. Well, we didn't get home until 10.30. That's right. <laughs> so we were uh, just really busy this past week. And uh, as Char mentioned, we did go out of town twice uh, we, it wasn't too far out of town. It was actually pretty close. We went to uh, Baton Rouge, about an hour away. Uh, both of our families live there. Uh, Char's um, parents, my parents, and then Char has a, a brother, who's he and his family. They live in Baton Rouge as well. And we went there. The first trip we went uh, uh, we went there for was was for a baptism.
0: That's right.
1: Who was baptized? <laughs> well, I'm trying to get you into conversation here. Goodness. We we obviously need to practice conversa- uh, conversing around the house here.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, my brother had his fourth baby, and the baptism was last Sunday, a week ago Sunday. And uh, all my family was there. My My dad's side, a lot of them. It's a huge side. It's a huge bunch of people. But mm-hmm. anyway... A lot of them
1: were there. A lot of them were there. And I called one aunt, by the way, uh, the wrong name. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh my gosh. You talk about a bad move on my part. (laughs) Bad move on my part. It was like, what, noon? Maybe, no, maybe, yeah, I guess it was about like uh, 1 o'clock, maybe. The mass was at 1130, right? Uh, Right. So, mass was at 1130. Must have been about, uh, you know, 1 o'clock. And uh, I, I made that mistake. I called, not once, three times I called her the wrong name. When I realized what I did, I just completely freaked out. I mean, I was so embarrassed, first of all. But it was like, you know, you, you're calling one ant the name of another ant, and they don't necessarily like each other. You know what I mean? So I felt like low, low, low. <laughs> And so, I told her, I said, hey, don't mind me. I said, I'm (laughs) so sorry. I said, I've been drinking since 6 a.m. I, I, you know, I have, you know, that's my excuse. (laughs) Which, by the way, I hadn't, okay, just let you know, I hadn't been drinking. (laughs) But I felt terrible. Oh yeah. So, uh, I avoided her the rest of the day. (laughs) So, uh, and then other cousins start talking about what I did. It was awful.
0: She won't let, she won't forget, huh? She'll
1: never forget that. But uh, in addition to seeing all the cousins, what else did we uh, we do? I mean, Norman uh, cooked, right? Oh yeah, a beautiful spread. Should I start? Yes, okay. tell me all about it. All right.
0: Well, there were what what there were shrimp, and they were about the largest
1: shrimp. No, at the baptism. The baptism yeah. was Lebanese.
0: And the shrimp and the oysters.
1: Where was Come I? On. We had shrimp. Oh, that's right. We okay, okay. We had shrimp. Oh man, you we talked had shrimp about
0: twice, baby. Okay, so the shrimp were you. there, and um,
1: the oysters were in the shot cocktail glasses, glasses.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> or cocktail glasses with the um, sauce on top with the mm-hmm. cocktail sauce. And um, there was a what was it was like a fried um, trout with a sardou, like mm-hmm. with the spinach on top mm-hmm. and hollandaise. Oh. That was good. And then this massive amount of kibinaya.
1: And kibinaya we talked about probably a year ago. Mm-hmm. And uh you wanna refresh our memories as to what kibinaya is?
0: Kibinaya is uh, well it's made from this one's made from lamb and uh he used an entire leg of lamb and it's um uh, it's served raw. It's um I guess you could say it's comparable to um uh, a steak tartare, but this is lamb and it's um, made with onions, and he puts jalapeno in it, and olive oil, and um, what else?
1: Pepper and cayenne, huh?
0: Pepper, cayenne, cayenne and bulgur wheat. Yeah. And it's just served in a big old mound, and uh, it was so good.
1: Now, it's a leg of lamb, but how does he actually make that into this, um, uh, I don't know what you call it, um, mound? <laughs> what does he do? He, I mean, chops, it's just, it. it's, he chops it's It's, a, it. it's, it's raw? It's, Lamb, a raw leg of lamb. You've got to take the meat off the bone if it's on a bone, right? If you get it off the bone, then you just take it, you chop it. But didn't he also use the... He's uh, a Cuisinart. Cuisinart, yeah. right.
0: Yeah.
1: Cuisinart, and uh, it's just raw meat. And I want to I want to emphasize that because it's, uh, I mean, it's so good. It's delicious. And you get the bulgur wheat in there. I mean, he is just, it's phenomenal the kind of stuff he can do in the kitchen. It's awesome. Yeah. What and and it's all have? because he's related to me.
0: What else do we have? We had... Uh, That's a joke. Hummus and hummus, baba ganoush. Baba ganoush. My mom did an enormous pot of grape leaves. I think 130 oh. grape leaves.
1: 160. Okay. 130, 160. 130. Jeff's really
0: bad with numbers. I'm
1: terrible at numbers. That's really why I don't bad. teach math.
0: And, yeah, dimensions and measurements.
1: And trying to estimate how many people were there. Well, it was more than one. <laughs> <laughs> Less than a thousand. I don't know how many people were there. But anyway, yeah. I'm terrible with estimation. or Estimation? I guess that's a word.
0: And then what else did we have?
1: Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, just a whole lot of fun. It was great. That was the baptism. That was the first trip to Baton Rouge. And then just, a, what, two days later, three days later, we went back to Baton Rouge. And this time it was for uh, an early Christmas Eve celebration.
0: Hmm. So Tell that was that was good too.
1: What was the? I mean, why did we do Christmas early and all that?
0: Oh, because we needed to. You know, everyone knows how that works with family,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and when it has to be early, it has to be early to have everybody there. And uh, it was delicious. We had a huge, the huge shrimp again. It's like twelve per pound. I think twelve oh, shrimp they were per huge.
1: pound. Monster shrimp.
0: And uh, he did them. As a shrimp scampi, completely delicious. Mm-hmm. And then he did a, um, a, a flounder mm-hmm. in a, I don't know, what, tomato and
1: oh,
0: it had, awesome. raisins and had raisins and capers and olives. That was delicious. Olives and, um,
1: I wish I knew what you would call that. I don't even know what you call it. It was great.
0: It was an Italian...
1: Yep. It was an Italian theme. A, that was the a, Italian theme. That yeah.
0: Night. And then I did the big antipasti. At antipasti. Platter. There was bruschetta. Bruschetta. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was an Italian.
1: Oh, it was so good.
0: Italian Christmas. It was and, very good.
1: And, uh, you know, d- did you ever feel full at all that night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt full still the next day. I mean, that was just uh, so good. So, uh, you know, we've been talking about food and all the wonderful things that we had the last couple of, you know, last, this past week. Uh, we haven't even gotten through most of it. Uh, those were just the two days that we went to uh, to Baton Rouge. Uh, we also, well, we had Christmas Eve here. And I think I talked about that on Christmas Eve when I, I, uh, I we did episode uh, 53 and talked about what we were going to have that night, which was uh, muffaladas. We had muffaladas. If you don't know what those are. You can go back and listen to episode 53. at the Toward the end of that episode, I do talk about muffaladas, a famous uh, Italian sandwich made here in New Orleans. It started in New Orleans at uh, a wonderful little grocery deli down on Decatur Street, I believe it's Decatur. Um, Central Grocery. Very good. Excellent stuff. Right there in the quarter. And uh, we did that uh, Christmas Eve, and they came out pretty good, huh?
0: Oh yeah, and the soup you made
1: Ooh. Oh, that's right, I forgot about the soup Tomato about.
0: soup, it was an Italian It was one of Jada's recipes Italian mm-hmm. su- uh, tomato soup
1: Hearty tomato soup with lemon And rosemary Sans rosemary
0: You used rosemary, not well, fresh
1: I, Yeah, right, I did, okay I used the Greek seasoning, which has more than just the rosemary
0: Is that what you did? That's what I
1: did We had no I fresh thought, rosemary Yeah, I was, But
0: I had a whole thing of rosemary in the pantry but not fresh I
1: didn't like it I, I took it I tried to, to use mm. it And I, I gave up I love it I, Well it had rosemary in it No I don't know But it just wasn't <laughs> Well you love the soup
0: Now I'm mad that Because <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I
0: love rosemary
1: Well next time we'll have to get fresh rosemary Matter of fact Not even next time We could get fresh rosemary And we still have soup left over We can Yeah do it again. We used to have a
0: beautiful maybe. bush at, before Katrina. And oh. anyway, it something landed in the middle of it and smashed it. And plus we moved from that house, so
1: like a whole bunch of wind. A whole bunch of wind landed right in the middle of and it. And then we tried
0: it. to grow anyone one and it didn't take, so mm-hmm. I don't have one. Oh well, well
1: anyway. What, what, the what soup happened? and the salad. That salad was so good, huh? Oh, that's right. Who made that dressing, by the way? You did. Oh, okay. That's great. <laughs> Uh, the soup was a hearty tomato soup, and uh, the reason why it was called uh, hearty tomato soup with uh, lemon and uh, rosemary uh, was because you make a, um, a, a, a use cream fresh with uh, um, what do you call it? Zest, right? Lemon zest. I take an entire lemon and grate it. We grate the 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 peel, right? You make the zest. Take that off the uh, the lemon. Add it to the cream fresh along with supposed to be rosemary, but I used the Greek seasoning that we get from the Greek Fest every year, which has rosemary in it, by the way. Uh, I used that. Instead, we had no fresh rosemary. Anyway, you would take a dollop of this cream fresh and put it into the middle of the soup, the bowl, uh, as you serve it. And uh, excellent. It was really good. Mm -hmm. It was really good. All right, so we had the soup. We had a salad. And we had the muffaladas, and I think I think I put uh, pictures up on, I don't know if I put them on uh, CatholicFoodie.com, but they're on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, you can become a fan of the Catholic Foodie over there, and I got pictures up on Facebook. And uh, I know I, I tweeted some as well, had it on Twitter. Uh, you can uh, follow the Catholic Foodie on Twitter, at Catholic Foodie, that's the handle, the Catholic Foodie handle. And uh, what else? Anything else that night?
0: Uh that's it I think that's it I think that's it We put a cookie out for Santa
1: cookie for Santa?
0: A big cookie It filled big the whole cookie. plate One big cookie
1: And what about uh, Ooh On Christmas morning You uh, prepared something kind of special For the family, didn't you?
0: I did It was an egg casserole Which I know that word casseroles Kind of goes ew, I don't know I don't like the word casserole Well but tell us all about it Anyway. Well, Ann had brought over some homemade cinnamon rolls, so I popped those in the oven. That was really, really good. And the the egg dish was from Eleanor because she and Ann had made, had um, hosted a little breakfast, and um, it was just really, really good. It's just bacon and spinach and mushrooms and eggs and cream. But I use only part cream, part half and half. Mm-hmm. But still, that's a lot of. That's rich, <laughs> man. So we did good. that, and it was just good. And um, we weren't hungry again till late. Oh, I know that day. So
1: we had so much. I mean, the night before the mofalatas are pretty filling.
0: Oh yeah. We, anyway, so then in the evening we had smoked salmon and leftover soup, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. I can't eat that like this it. all the time. <laughs> I just, <can't. laughs> you know, yeah, it's
1: so rich. Oh yeah, it was. It was something we had to. I guess, kind of take a break after a few days of that, you know. It's a lot. uh, uh, I think, yeah, last night we just had uh, soup and uh, salad, didn't we? I think so. Yeah. Uh, We got some special stuff coming tonight. We're going to cook a little bit tonight. Very, very uh, light tonight. Uh, We're going to talk about that maybe a little bit later. Uh, But first, we are going to talk about something that we came across last night. Here's a
2: way you can be creative on a daily basis. Well, how else in your life can you actually create new things every day? And you have to eat. This Mm -hmm. is the thing we all agree on. If you're going to eat three times a day to the day that you die, why not be good at it?
1: I love that. How about you? I love it. (laughs) Well, last night we did, uh, we watched a movie. you know, we we talked about being so busy and every year we we normally we have a certain movies that we watch uh during Christmas time, you know, at the, toward the end of Advent, moving into to Christmas week and um or I guess I should say the week before Christmas. Uh we watch like It's a Wonderful Life and uh,
0: Miracle on 34th Street.
1: Right. Home Alone. I love that one.
0: Polar Express.
1: Polar Express. That's right. Anything else? Oh, all the traditional like classic uh tv cartoons. cartoon or or uh, not even cartoons they have the uh those sort of 1970 animation kind of things that they used to do uh which i just love right like um the one with heat miser and snow miser mm-hmm. or you know santa claus coming to town or all those uh frosty the snowman all these wonderful uh classic tv specials christmas specials Normally, we watch all these things before uh, Christmas, but this year, we're so busy, we just didn't get around to it. Uh, Matter of fact, we had, uh, let's see, we had, uh, I'd gotten a movie in that I've been waiting and waiting to get. I got it in from Netflix, uh, I think like two weeks ago now, and we just never had time to watch it. Now
0: we're so tired, we can't keep our eyes open at night. I can't. (laughs) I mean, it's time to watch a movie, and I'm just having a hard time (laughs) staying awake.
1: And a lot of that's just recuperating from no sleep for almost a week. That's right. <clears throat> but last night, I was able to, uh, I guess, kind of coax Char into staying awake. Uh, because this movie that I got about two weeks ago, we had been wanting to see this since it was out in theaters. We just never got around to doing it. I was so excited about it. It's called...
0: Do have a drum roll thing. Oh, do have I have that? a
1: drum roll? I don't think I have a drum roll. All right, that was a drum roll. You were supposed to come in. That was your cue. It was your oh. cue. Well, the the movie is called Julie and Julia. Uh, there you go, Julie and Julia. Uh, We've been wanting to see that movie for, I mean, since it came out, right? Oh yeah,
0: we thought we were going the the weekend it came out, and we never did.
1: Life, you know, such is life, such life, is life. life, life gets in the way. Uh, but anyway, we we stayed awake last night, to, very late. We we're up very late. The kids went to bed late. We went to bed late. And uh, we watched the movie and we loved it so much. We we're just kind of like excited, like let's go cook, you know, let's go, to, let's go to the kitchen, let's do something. Uh, but we ended up watching the, I guess like the special feature, the making of, or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did, <clears throat> we watched that instead, and um, oh, we talked and talked and talked about food and life and all that good stuff. So, um, Julie and Julia, what what'd you think about the movie, honey?
0: I loved it. I loved it. Um, there's just so many level, different things that struck me about it. I don't know where to begin. Um,
2: uh, well, I mean, the
0: food, the whole food aspect was great. Okay, but there was so much more to it that that tickled me, you know. Or just, um, I mean, I loved the relationship between Julia Child and her husband Paul.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It was, uh, and he's he's a baldy
1: and short, bald and short like me.
0: Well, no, she, I I don't know if he was necessarily short,
1: but compared to Julia Child, he was she short. She was
0: just 6'2", you know. Yeah. So, he may not have been a very short man, but she was just a very big girl. Yeah. yeah. You know. But um anyway, she had I love Meryl Streep and I love Stanley Tucci and she is she was so full of joy. You know she was so joy filled she was fearless. that was one of the things she kept saying. She was fearless in the kitchen she was just kind of fearless overall mm-hmm. and um but she's just she she was ha- happy all the time it seemed at least she's portrayed that way in the movie and she she made she made everyone else she encountered loved her too right except for one character but she was awful anyway but um. Everyone just she was she kind of just had this contagious uh, zest for life and mm-hmm. um, anyway that it just got me excited. I'm thinking God would it's it was just lovely. You know? we need that. We need to do. I want to be like her.
1: <laughs> That's right, and I think that that was the whole point. That Julie, right in the movie, right? She's living a life that was um, well, not not quite to those standards, right? I mean she. She was she working She's kind of
0: like us, you know, like we're yeah. just kind of
1: <laughs> working. <laughs> Except
0: for the fact that they don't have children. She and her husband didn't have children, yeah. but um yeah. just kind of you know, just in the grind, you know?
1: Yep, the grind of daily life and uh you know, she worked a very difficult job and uh you know, she had friends who were very I guess powerful in the sense that was that one quote uh she's uh, I don't know what you would call her, kind of like a uh, telephone well, it's post
0: nine eleven and she's uh, right. dealing with people calling in about the way they were
1: the insurance and all this kind or, of stuff. Right?
0: Yeah, I don't even know if it was that or right. the what they were doing decided to do anyway, it doesn't really yeah, matter.
1: But she's or, on the phone, answering the phone every day, talking to people who, who went through nine eleven, you know. Talk about a depressing job. I mean she's gotta to listen to these stories over and over and over again. And uh she says at one point something well, I played it at the very beginning of uh, of this episode, when she talks about why does she love cooking, why does she love cooking? She loves cooking because it it works. You know, it, it, matter of fact, let me play that again. Listen to this.
0: You know what I love about cooking? What's that? I love that after a day when nothing is sure, and when I say nothing, I mean nothing. You can come home and absolutely know that if you add egg yolks to chocolate and sugar and milk, it will get thick. It's such a comfort.
1: Yeah, there's a sense of certainty, a sense of uh, goodness uh, in the kitchen uh, with food, with recipes. I mean, not that I think, you know, some people like gardening and that for them, you know, for me, that would be work. For them, it's relaxation. The kitchen is like that for me. I, that's that's my gardening. I, I love to be in the kitchen because it makes me uh, – I feel relaxed. And I also – I don't know. It brings me joy. And apparently Julie was the same way. It brought her joy. And that's where – that was like her refuge. She went to the kitchen for her uh, – for refuge. And uh, so she – well, she was trying. To, I guess she had no power in her job. She had no power, no sense of this adventure. Like right? life is an adventure, which I think is how Julia is portrayed. I mean, life is an adventure, and you got to be fearless, and you just go out and have fun, and and you know, live life and live it big, you know. Uh, but Julie, Julie didn't have that, and so she she has this, has this lunch with. Uh, uh, with some, I guess, high school or college friends, and uh, they, she just felt like lower than dirt, I guess, because uh, they're all very successful and they've got high-powered jobs, and they're just, you know, and here she is. She's, you know, a telephone rep, basically uh, answering the phone all day and trying to kind of like customer service type uh, job. And um, it's, she it's obviously it is not what she's passionate about doing. She's just doing it because you need money. Uh, and a lot could be said about that, but we're not going to talk about that today. Uh, anyway, so she gets this idea, because a friend of hers is blogging, started blogging. And originally, Julie was a writer, but she has not published anything.
0: She had a book. It sounds like she had written a book, but didn't get it published.
1: Well, she wrote half a book, she said. Oh. Right, because she's got ADD. Right. That was a classic awesome scene in the show that was so great
0: we we rewound it yeah we
1: rewound it and watched it again i mean we can relate for sure so uh anyway that that's kind of where julie was coming from and then she just had this inspiration i guess with the help of her husband uh that if she was going to start a blog it should be about what cooking cooking yeah 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 and so what, what did she, uh, I mean, the whole basis of the movie, I guess, is that uh, not only was it going to be cooking, but the, the, the oh, what do you call it, the, um, the approach that she was going to take is she was going to use Julia Child's cookbook, like the cookbook, the, was it Mastery of French Cooking, and, um, and cook her way through that book in one year and blog about it. So that's what she does. And uh, you talk about a life-transforming experience.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was that, that also was, you know, tickled us because of the, this podcast, you -hmm. know, just the, the, you know, is anybody listening out there? And, um, the fact that, you know, she starts getting stuff in the mail, which is like hilarious, you know, and she, (laughs) but uh, you know, the, anyway, you got, I don't want to tell everything. I love that part, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... And it, just know. how the... But, but also, like, the how that affects the marital relationship. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, we don't want to talk about all that today. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> excuse me. But, yeah, that was... Uh, it was interesting. We, we saw... There's a lot of parallels. We saw a lot of parallels with... Uh, between Julie and Julia. I mean, the, their husbands being the way that they were, very supportive and very loving and... Um, I guess, very, I guess, uh, uh, encouraging but confident also in what their wives were doing. And very loving relationships, both of them. I, mean, very, that
0: was, I loved watching that. Really the,
1: portrayed marriage in a, in a very good way.
0: Yeah, I loved that. You know,
1: which is awesome. I mean, movies today don't tend to do that much. So this is a great movie in that respect. And uh, I, I don't know, it, we, I felt that I could relate to Julie. I mean Julia I'd love to relate to Julia in the sense of having her her just zest for life and the the, the infectious joy and all of that. I'd I'd love to. I don't necessarily feel that I have that, but uh, I would love to have it. Uh, but I feel like we I'd can kind of for you to have it too. Yeah. <laughs> well the same the same here, baby. I'd love for you to have that. So <laughs> anyway, the i uh, I'll, I'll I I would really want that, but I also felt like we could relate to uh to the other couple, you know, to to Julie and I can't remember the husband's name.
0: I can't either.
1: Um uh, anyway,
0: but he was really great and he, they loved to eat. Oh yeah. I mean, b- both the husbands loved the fact that their wives were busy cooking all the time, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they just I don't know, there was a lot of passion. And the, about the food And yep. it kind of carried over to their
1: Relationship, you know mm-hmm. So Great film, great, great, great film If you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend Julie and Julia Matter of fact, we've got it, as I said, from Netflix And I think we're going to watch it Another couple of times Probably before we send it back We might even finish watching that a couple of times Before we get into any of our Christmas shows <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Okay Anything else you want to say about that? That's a wrap, babe. All right. Well, let's move on. True
2: love. true love. you heard him? You could not ask for a more noble cause than that.
0: Sonny, yes, true love is the greatest thing in the world. Except for a nice MLT, a mutton lettuce and tomato sandwich, when the mutton is nice and lean and the tomato is ripe. <sniffs> They're so perky. I love that.
1: Speaking of true love, I don't know if you uh, noticed this or not, but yesterday was the Feast of the Holy Family. Is that right?
0: Oh, you're talking to me?
1: I'm talking to anybody who will listen. Anybody (laughs) out there. Anybody who will listen. I think, please let me know that yesterday was the Feast of the Holy Family. (laughs) Yes. I'm talking to you. Oh, okay. (laughs) You're so funny. And was it that cool? Wasn't it cool? The Feast of the Holy Family? We went to Mass and everything. It was great. (laughs) Do you have anything to say about the holy family, honey?
0: Um we are not them. <laughs>
1: That's right. That's right. It's what I tell my students all the time, especially those preparing for confirmation. I said, you know, it's um you come to a point in life when you realize, you know, there is a God and it's not me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think to oh, I guess I can say this. I mean, just being around a bunch of people at Christmas, you know. Mm-hmm. Realize, I just realized over and over, we need a savior.
1: Oh yeah, you know, being oh, yeah. around myself. Oh yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but you, being you, around you, other people. too. <laughs> you know, you know your own life, and you know, you know, I guess your own need for uh, for a savior. But when you start to hear some of the stories that other people are going through, oh my gosh, and other people who probably are really don't necessarily have the same um, blessing of of faith. That uh, that we have, um, and that the help that faith gives you in, in dealing with hardship in life, uh, man, you talk about eye opening.
0: That would be a whistle on my part. My dad used to always do that when it was something he couldn't believe. I mean, he still does it. He says
1: that was loud. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that was uh, that was intense. But yeah, the Holy Family. I mean the um, Oh goodness, uh, you know. Now that we've got people listening to the show, you always have to be careful about what you say. You know, I mean, I've uh, there are a few things, there are a few things that I would say to you if it were just me and you. And I'm yeah, I'm talking to you. That's right, you. <laughs> <laughs> But the problem is other people are going to hear this, so I can't really say all these things, but uh, one of the things I love about the Holy Family is that uh you know it's it's family family by the way, if you don't know this, I mean first of all, we all come from a family, so we all i guess should should have an understanding of family life. but the thing that is is interesting about families is that they are messy. I mean ours is particularly messy in more ways than one, but uh, families are messy, family life is messy. There's nothing clean and pure and holy in a way—I say not holy. Let me back up. There's nothing clean and pure necessarily about family life. The kitchen's a mess. The bedroom's a mess. The house is a wreck. You know, the relationships, they're not always uh, pie in the sky, you know, everything's perfect and everything's great. Unless, of course, you're on Christmas break, you know, from teaching— (laughs) <laughs> then things are pretty good But uh, I mean typically everybody's busy You've got kids going this way and that uh, There's just so much going on in family life It's hard for us I think hard for us to relate To the holy family Right Holy family If someone asked me if my family was holy What do you think I'd say Jar?
0: <laughs> I think he'd laugh real loud
1: I'd laugh real loud Yeah like Santa Claus Yeah <laughs> Uh, Yeah, but, I mean, holiness, is, that's a whole other topic, and Mother Teresa had a lot of great things to say about holiness, and we could talk about that on uh, another show. But uh, when you talk about the Holy Family, of course, you're, you're talking about Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And out of the three of those people, only one was a sinner.
0: Right. They had one perfect child.
1: Yeah, it was God. Yeah. And And because of him, Mary was kept sinless. She had no original sin, no no um, um what do you call it uh, active not active uh personal sin i guess you'd say right uh, no uh, personal sin no original sin so she's sinless uh jesus is god and poor joseph i mean goodness gracious <laughs> he was a virtuous man that is part of uh of our faith part of our christian history uh and you see him living out that that faith that virtue in the Gospels, uh, we don't really hear a whole lot from Joseph. We don't really hear a whole lot at all from the ho- about the Holy Family, actually, except for that strange event that took place when Jesus was 12 years old in the temple. But other than that, the flight to Egypt, the birth, the flight to Egypt, um, the, the incident in the temple, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know? But what I would uh, hesitate doing, even though the holy family, we think of the holy family as holy, and and vastly different because you got two sinless people, and then a and then one who's sinful but virtuous. Instead of looking at it that way, kind of realizing that uh, you know they were family. They they, they they Mary had to like cook and clean, and you know uh, Joseph had to provide for his family, had to work. Uh, Jesus, you know. St. Paul reiterates the fact that Jesus became like us in all things but sin. And I know that theologians debate things as far as how Jesus and his divinity, uh, how that affected his humanity, and did he have, like, special powers, and, you know, like, you know, there's the infancy narrative of uh, Thomas, I believe is what it's called, which is not part of the canonical scriptures. But I believe there's a story in there that talks about Jesus making... uh, Birds out of uh, mud, out of clay, when he was an infant or a a child, small child. And then after that, he would touch them and they would come to life. You know, very far fetched, sort of magical kind of presentation of Jesus. And that's the reason why it is not in the Gospels, it's not part of the, the canon of Scripture. But um, instead, it, it's very, I think, beneficial to look at this and say, you know, Jesus grew just like we did. It says so in the Gospels, right? He had to grow in wisdom and stature before God and man, right? Mm-hmm. And so he is just a normal kid. He had to have his diapers changed. They didn't have pampers back then, but whatever they had, cloth diapers, I guess, they had to be changed. And guess who changed them? Joseph. No. Probably Mary. Mary. But, you know, that's messy. That's messy. The Holy Family had a messy family life, too. Not in the sense of sin, but in the sense of, I mean, goodness gracious, you live in this world and you're trying to move from day to day. It's a messy experience. It's not all nice and neat. And the cool thing, and I think I mentioned this in episode 53, is that even though we're messy, our lives are messy, God comes to us in the midst of that. Jesus comes to us in the midst of our messiness, and he's not afraid of it. And so you have the holy family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, living a normal family life. There's nothing extraordinary about Jesus in the Gospels. Well, You have the, the incident at 12 years old where his, his wisdom, his knowledge, uh, confounds the, uh, the teachers in the temple. That's true. But besides that, we have no extraordinary actions done by him until, in John's gospel, he changes water into wine at the wedding in Cana. Incidentally, that's interesting too. It was at a wedding where he performed the first miracle. So here you have a man who lived with a family 30 years of his life before he became a, a public figure and started his public ministry, and the first miracle was done at the hands or, or by the uh, the um, uh, the instigation of his mother, and it was done at a wedding. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It shows the reality, I guess, of um, holiness in the midst of messiness. Wow, are you wowing me just because I'm making you?
0: Yeah, no. Are
1: <laughs> you think that's pretty cool? That's cool. Uh, so anyway, there's there's lots that could be said about the Holy Family. I, I I like thinking about that. I like thinking about the fact that Jesus, Mary, and Joseph lived a normal family life. Um, Their home was probably not as loud as our home, though. No. Our home no. can be pretty loud from time to time, right? Oh, yeah. We have three kids who... Um,
0: Don't listen. And two dogs right. that bark.
1: Yes, that's right. <laughs> and a mom and dad who can yell sometimes.
0: A lot.
1: <laughs> hey, but guess where we find solace? In the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, feast of the Holy Family. We had a wonderful time yesterday, uh going to mass and just relaxing. It was wonderful, just to relax. It was first time we'd relaxed in days. So anyway, that was uh that was a great time. Anything else you'd like, we to, say? We really rela- like to
0: say? We relaxed Christmas and
1: That's true.
0: Home. We we've relaxed since Christmas Day, really.
1: That is true. And we needed to.
0: Yes. We're still trying to get extra sleep and stuff, but we need to relax more.
1: Uh, I agree. Next week is going to come too quickly. Anything else that you would like to say, honey, about the Holy Family? I I didn't even give you a chance to talk.
0: No, you did great.
1: You don't want to say anything?
0: Well, um, Pope Benedict had a great writing in the Magnificat. It was in the Magnificat. I know you could probably find it elsewhere. But um it was just it was beautiful. I won't try to I don't have it in front of me. And um, but you can look it up.
1: Okay. Maybe I can see if there's a a link somewhere I can put that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. It that was it good. was beautiful. Um I read it during the homily. Okay. <coughs> That's one of those things I probably shouldn't say. But I did I did uh, read that during the homily. Anyway, okay. Uh what's up next?
2: I need to go on table two, please. Come here. I need more soup, please. I need two racks, please. I need more. I, I need two salmon, three salad, caprese, and a free fillet. I need two orders. salmon. Free fillet, working. I need plates. Salad, caprese.
1: Okay, honey, well, we're going to talk just for a minute about our dinner tonight because I'm excited about it. We needed to, uh, well, to kind of have a a light meal, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention that the other day for a Christmas present, a very good friend of ours called me up in the afternoon and says, um, he says, uh, are you at home? I said, no. He says, well, um, are you going to be at home? I was like, yeah, I'll be home probably about an hour or so. He says, well, look. How about dinner tonight? And I'm thinking we're getting invited over, you know. So that'd be great, you know, that'd be great. He says, good. He goes, I've got um, an artichoke lasagna here and uh, some spaghetti and meatballs that I made and some salad and all this kind of stuff and a bottle of wine. I'm going to bring it over in about an hour. I was like, okay. So he shows up with this incredible spread and it was all just for us, you know.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Put it in the oven. He says, heat the oven up we're on our way and uh just put it in the oven and we got to eat just a this this is a good friend of mine uh joe mariano who is a he's italian by the way if you can't tell from the mariano part of that joe mariano people call him papa joe that's his uh nickname i guess papa joe he uh he's a fantastic cook Loves to cook loves to be in the kitchen he's a foodie and he and i talk a lot about food and wine and chocolate and all kind of good stuff and uh, that was his Christmas present for us. He he cooked this it, just beautiful, elaborate meal and brought it over to us. And that uh, it, it was awesome. It was a treat. It was a huge treat. Uh, but lasagna is not necessarily a light dish.
0: Nothing we've had lately. Is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it followed a series of non-light dishes. Uh, so we really enjoyed that. And then we thought, like today, we need to do something that's kind of light. So what are we going to make tonight? a nice
0: fish dish. Where is the book?
1: I don't know. You you put it in the other room. Okay. Um, tell me a little bit Did more you details about this recipe. <laughs> yeah.
0: Then you would know better than me. Oh. Um, we've the, made it a bunch of times. It's, it's uh, a, a trout pro,
1: trout provincial. provincial. Yeah, provincial. Provençal, provincial. 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 Yeah, okay. Fran- French. I don't know if I can pronounce French. But um
0: you just pan fry the 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 fish fillet mm-hmm. and then it has like uh what it's in butter lots of yummy butter that's one thing we learn from the movie is butter there's never su- there's no such thing as too much right you can't have too much butter um so lots of butter and like parsley and tomato and lemon right
1: parsley tomato uh lemon white wine white wine more butter and more butter.
0: And that's it. And that's it. I don't know what else you bought, so...
1: Pan fried. And we're going to have a salad. And what else?
0: You, you did the shopping. I don't know. Um,
1: oh, I got you some uh, broccoli. Oh, good. Yeah. I yeah. asked for that.
0: I need something green. So
1: you can do that. And, uh, you know, the 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 title of this uh, recipe is actually Trout Provincial. Provincial, however you pronounce that. And... uh. Char's had some issues in the past with trout.
0: No, not really, but I, <laughs> I never really had an issue. I just—I thought I was allergic to seafood at one point, and I had, I, I had myself tested for every single seafood, and the only thing that showed up very minor of all the seafood was trout.
1: Now, I have to say, in my defense here, that when I was at the seafood market, I called her up and said, they've got trout. And she says, I can't have trout. I'm allergic to it. Remember?
0: But I've never actually had. It was done, it, it was discovered through a blood test, not through right. like a big reaction. Right.
1: I got you. So got
0: the you. only thing that, that was the only thing that sh- showed up, which means I could really still have some of it.
1: Mm-hmm. But you don't want to try it.
0: But I don't want to have like a
1: bunch because uh, I don't I know wouldn't. what would happen.
0: I mean, I may get a rash or something. I, I
1: wouldn't know. have any. I, I wouldn't want to yeah. deal with it. So anyway, we got tilapia instead. So we're going to do this with tilapia. I think this can be pretty good. Me too. And I'm excited because I get to go back in the kitchen. Clean it. I, yeah, I, I worked on the kitchen this afternoon. Uh, you know, one of the things that um, I need to do before I go in there is uh, I have a, a sharpening stone that I bought a while back. Never used it. And we have that old Cutco knife. Uh huh. I want to see if I could work some magic with that. Okay. I need to. We need to get, like, a really nice knife. uh, Choppy like a chef's knife. I've been thinking about that ever since that movie. So I'm going to see if I can fix one of ours that we have and make it, like, extra, extra sharp. And then try not to cut myself. Okay. So, (laughs) all right. Well, we are going to be closing out here in just a second. A couple things I do want to mention, though. First of all, SQPN, the giving campaign, is still going on. If you have not yet contributed to sqpn you need to go over to uh, sqpn.com i believe it is slash donate Um, or you can just go to sqpn.com and in the right upper right hand corner i believe of the screen there is a uh, a button to uh, to donate Uh, donating to sqpn does a lot it uh, it enables sqpn to continue for another year producing excellent catholic content and uh, believe it or not, SQPN is so big, it's an international uh, organization, it is so big that uh, it actually costs a lot of money to, uh, to run that kind of an organization. And uh, it is the foremost, I think, uh, the, the foremost uh, entity, Catholic entity, organization uh, in the new media field uh, in the world. So SQPN is, a, is doing a phenomenal job. It's, it's, it has a mission and a purpose. And I think it goes about doing that, uh, or, or fulfilling that mission and purpose, in an excellent way. So please, if you have not yet done so, uh, consider going over to sqpn dot com and uh, making a contribution. And along those lines, I want to thank Laura for her donation to the Catholic Foodie. Uh, thank you very much, Laura, for that. And also want to thank um, Mike. Mike sent a, a wonderful uh, book and uh, DVD set, which I. Once again, we've been so busy the last couple of weeks; haven't had a chance to watch this DVD yet. But it is what is it called? The Feast and Seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a, a, a TV cooking show that's on EWTN, and there's a, a book that goes along with that. So, thank you so much, Mike, for sending that uh, my way. I, I really appreciate that. It's I can't wait to get into it. Um, c- cooking and Catholicism man, it's just great. Two two great things that go great together. Uh, let's see, what else do I need to mention? I need to mention that, oh, please do not forget, uh, we are still in the midst of a um, a contest here at the Catholic Foodie. A couple of episodes ago, I interviewed uh, Marshall Cook, the author of Time Management, A Catholic Approach, who's got a wonderful book and also uh, an accompanying workbook here, uh, The Time Management Workbook, A Catholic Approach. Uh we've I've got these two copies right here. They they could be yours. These two copies could be yours. What you need to do is go to catholicfoodie.com and check out the post on episode I think it's 52. No, 51. Check out the post for episode 51, which is the uh interview with uh Marshall Cook and just leave a comment. You listen to the episode, uh tell me what you think about it. Tell me what uh, make a comment about time management in your own life or how you uh, manage time to cook at home for your busy family, whatever it may be. Just make a comment there. When you make a comment, uh, your name goes into the hat to win these, uh, these, this, this set, this book set, Time Management and Approach for Catholics. So please don't forget to do that. And uh, let's see. What else here? What else here? Oh, SQPN store, the SQPN gear store. Lots of awesome uh, merchandise there for all the SQPN podcasts, Uh, whether it's uh, the Breakfast with Father Roderick or SQPN in general or Catholic Moments or the Catholic Foodie. There's lots of great stuff over there, T-shirts and sweatshirts and coffee mugs and aprons and um, tote bags and all kind of good stuff. Uh, We gave some of that out as gifts this year, didn't we? It was great. It was awesome. Yeah, I was excited. And the cool thing about that was watching other people receive these gifts and thinking, man, this is so cool. (laughs) It's like, yeah, it is cool. So go check out sqpngear.com and uh, see what's available over there. It's really, really good stuff. And uh, let's see. Last thing. Last thing I want to share with you before we go. I want to hear from you. I want to know what's going on in your life, in your kitchen, uh, specifically... What do I want to know? Specifically, I want to know, uh, what do you think about cooking? Do you like to cook? Do you enjoy cooking? Do you get to cook as much as you want to? I'm thinking in general right now about the movie we saw last night and how uh, for Julie and Julia, cooking was uh, a passion. And I think that Char and I could say the same thing. Cooking is a passion. Is cooking a passion in your life? And if not, what is? I'd love to know this kind of stuff. So you can uh, call me. At 985-635-4974. Uh, that's... What was that number again? 985-635-4974. Or email me at catholicfoodie at gmail dot com. Anything else you'd like to say, honey, before that's we it. close out? That's it? Oh, that's right. And we're going to have some help, I think, this this time. Huh. You're going to help me too, right? Okay. All right. So... Until next time, bon Bon appétit.
2: Bon appétit. Bon appétit.
1: like new media.